Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. Welcome to the December show with Mark Champ. Uh, we are recording this before England's quarter final with France. So it's either a massive congratulations, well done England, you've done great, or unlucky England, same crap, different year, better luck in 2024. I don't know what way it's going to go, but there's both of your answers, hypothetically. Mark, uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, people have been asking to, us to review our sort of 2022 predictions. Uh, we'll do that in, at the start of 2023. We'll have a much longer episode and go back and look at 2022 and predict for 2023. So for those people that are wondering when that's going to happen, that's going to be in January's episode. Uh, looking at economic news, apart from everyone being on strike and people complaining about coal plants being built, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're here to talk about property and... Shrinking workforces, which is going to be an ongoing theme. Mortgage rates starting to come down ever so slightly along with house prices. But then again, when you sort of hit a peak or go up, coming down is going to be inevitable. Um, that's what I've seen. I took that from War Financial's wonderful newsletter, by the way. So thank you. Uh, what else have you seen in the last month? Well, it's it's been quite a different month to what I've ever experienced. Um, the start of the month, I was thinking, where where's the next deal going to come from? Where, you know, we're not seeing that many people embark on new projects. And it, it, it was quite strange because that's what I was expecting. And I thought that would continue through. But in the last two to three weeks, two probably two and a half weeks, we've been as busy as we've ever been. Um, people looking at different projects, different um, ways to maximise the, the value on properties. And we probably had more inquiries this last week than any time in the year. So I, I presume that's because the rates have stabilised um, a bit, even though we're probably going to see the Bank of England's base rate go up again next week. Um but the, the rates have stabilised. What hasn't stabilised is the timescales lenders are taking to get deals out the door. Um, they The system's broken with the challenger banks, in my um, humble opinion. Uh, you, you try and talk to somebody and you're told an SLA is an SLA, you need to wait that long. And then when it's outside of SLAs, they say, oh, yeah, we're just taking a little bit longer at the moment. And it's like, yeah, but your SLA is ridiculous anyway. So I think that's something that needs to change in 2023. I think challenger banks really need to take a long, hard look at themselves and work out what they what they're going to do. And I, I get really tempted. Um, I use LinkedIn quite a bit. And I get really tempted to call the challenger banks out on it and say, why is it taking so long? And, you know, this is the scenario. And we don't do it because we support the challenger banks. But it's, it's got to the ridiculous level now where rates are quite high, so they're not probably getting the same volume as they were. But the backlog's not getting shifted. It's taking forever. Um, and it's really, it's really difficult for us as brokers because you ring up the, the lender, you, you can talk to an underwriter, and they're really nice people and you talk to them and 
you know, they're hamstrung. They're just, you know, we can't do anything. Um, so it's not fair on them either. But something needs to be done going into 2023 with the challenges, in my opinion. Couldn't agree more with you on that. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll add that to my success list for next year. I have no issue calling these people out if necessary. And uh, I'll back that up by saying uh, one of the projects that we're working on with yourself at the moment, we've we've all gone through that experience in the last two or three months, haven't we, where I will check in with you once a week, sometimes twice a week, Monday and a Friday. Has there been any update? And from yourself, it's been more or less the same. It's like, no, no update, there is no movement and, you know, it's taken a few months. Ultimately, we'll get there in the end. Um, but yeah, so it puts you in a difficult position and, you know, for someone like myself who, you know, I like things done yesterday, but still two, three months and it's hardly any movement with a lack of communication yeah. from the challenger banks doesn't make life easy for anyone involved. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they they hold their hands up and say, it's going to be a 30 day, 30 working day SLA. And they do, they do put that forward, but they don't give you a, it's in this part of the queue or it's anything, it's going to be looked at on this day. It's just really frustrating. And you try and escalate it, nothing happens. You can't, you can't do anything. And something needs to be done, especially with, consumer duty that's coming in and consumer duty is all about uh, protecting customers and making sure they're kept up to date and make, making sure that um, they, know, they know exactly what's going on at all periods and they're being looked after. And for me, this these SLAs are not within that um, the spirit of consumer duty. So I think something needs to change and I think it, it it needs to be done sooner rather than later because I, I think property continues to be a um, an attractive investment and people, even because inflation's gone up, their salaries aren't worth as, as much potentially in the, in the real world and they need to, people need to make money elsewhere. So I think property will continue to become, continue to be an attractive investment and there'll be more business for lenders. So it really does need to be sorted out. Sounds like a plan to me while we can uh, say, I'll add it to my to-do list for, for next year and at least try and get someone on the podcast from uh, some of the challenger banks and have an open, frank discussion about that. Because as you say, it's, it almost creates a lose-lose situation where as Although as a customer, I've got a few years' experience in in property. If you're dealing with someone that might not have as much experience, they might get frustrated. They then might think the broker's not doing the job properly, um, which of course that's not the case. And then the broker's thinking, well, you know, I'm in a difficult position here because I've got to keep my customer happy, but I'm also getting nothing from you know the top. So that yeah. absolutely. I'm surprised to hear though that. You've been quite busy in the last few weeks because normally, generically speaking, mm. end of November, December, normally quite quiet in terms of what's going on. But I think that just caveats everything we've said before about there's always opportunities and there's always ways to add value. So we're not talking about, you know, buying a £200,000 buy to let and watch it. Let's watch it fall in value in the next couple of years. We'll look. Yeah, I'm going to be guessing the people you're dealing with are 
oh, I might have a pub. How do I convert that into apartments? Oh, I've got this office space. How can we add value and convert this and do that and that? There's always opportunities out there. Yeah, definitely. We've we've got one at the moment. Somebody's got a retail unit with two flats. They're going to build another two flats on top of that. Um, we've got people who are buying terrace houses, turning them into HMOs. Um, we've got people who are buying warehouses, turning them into flats. It's all different types of ways that people are looking to add value to properties. We don't get so much of people buying a buy-to-let and just buying a buy-to-let. It just it doesn't really happen anymore. Um, and it's, it's, it's good for us. It's good for the customers because invariably they can make a higher yield and maybe add extra value. But it's also good for the housing problem because you're, you're splitting a, a unit into many units and that that is helping i presume and i, I see that the government has scrapped their targets um for new homes now which is a bit of a surprise um because we need more property we need more houses so it's going to be interesting to see if um how the market reacts to that and i think there's always going to be a place for property investment um, in the market. And I think the more people learn about it, they educate themselves and do their due diligence on different areas, I think the, the more successful some property investors can be. And then when I speak to various investors, either abroad uh, or here, here in the UK as well, um, there seems to be this uh, something that we quite possibly quite uh, so we quite possibly take for granted here is political stability now i know you might listen to that and laugh and i i want to laugh at the same thing but if you're let's just say you're based in sort of a few people on it are based in hong kong for example uh they're expats they're, they're buying over here well political stability they look at the uk and go you're relatively politically stable you're not going to have a you know a, a mass junta or a coup d'etat happening, you know, at any point, and you know, or anything like that. Uh, obviously, Hong Kong's got its own issues at the moment with the Chinese government, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So people do look at the UK, and we are relatively politically stable. Now we might not think so because we live here, and it's always backbencher this and this and that. But you know, the odds of having a, a rising up and an armed resurrection relatively minimal in comparison to a lot of countries. Uh, secondly, on that, the legal system. Now, I know it drives people through the wall. It drives all of us up and down the wall, round the bend, you name it. But if you go and buy a home, for example, the minute that's on land registry and you've got all those deeds and those documents, I mean, that's that's pretty secure. Um, there's normally no argument about that. And our law's been around for a thousand yeah. plus years. It's as safe as houses. Exactly, as safe as houses. So that's going to help as well. Um, the other thing that might help uh, that I read and you included this in, in your newsletter as well, with obviously the changes in capital gains allowance that are happening from April and moving forwards, a lot of landlords are now looking to sell up. So that might increase the supply as such, uh, which might affect prices one way or another. Um, but, so we've got to take that into consideration as, as well, because... Uh, Good old Jeremy Hunt and Co. Um, a stealth taxing the hell out of all of us. The thing, the thing with property is, 
it's a long-term game. You buy now, invariably, it's going to go up in the next 10, 20 years. If you buy now and you're going to sell next year, you may not make a profit. Property's a long game. Um, you can make money on it, but it's not going to... Well, every now and again, you can make quick money, but invariably, it's not a quick game. So forget about the little schisms and little... Um, you know, things that happen in the market that, that we see on the news and where the media sensationalizes them, make sure you, you plan for the long term, have an investment strategy. And I, I always, so we, I have a wealth manager and you, we plan for when we retire. So the end point is when we retire to make sure we've got enough money for retirement. And that's why you need to look at it, not shall I buy this property and flip it and gonna make loads of money and just keep doing that. That form part of your strategy, but make sure you've got a full strategy of where you want to be in 20, 30 years time. And that's why they always say, know, know what the end goal is before you start. Yeah. Yeah. What, who, I forgot who wrote that book. Um, start with why. Yeah, the name eludes me. I will Google it though, as we're on. Yeah, I can't remember. Bear with me a second. Start with why. Uh, Simon Sinek. Yes, that's the one. I'll add that to my Audible at some point. Um, no, absolutely couldn't agree more. It's yeah, I don't want to beat the same drum. I'm going to beat the same drum anyway. There are always opportunities, no matter what's going on. Economically, there will always be opportunities within the housing market one way or another. That might be buying opportunities, selling opportunities, development opportunities, taking advantage of various changes in laws and legislation. There will always be opportunities. And I know you probably get fed up, listener, hearing us say the same thing over and over again. But the fact is, it's completely true and it's very pertinent advice. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And I did a presentation a couple of weeks ago about the perfect storm. And for me, at the moment, it is. There's loads of stuff going on. Other people are worrying about stuff. This is a time to, to look at property. This is a time to start working on what your strategy is because you've got an opportunity. Um, it's, it's easier now, in my opinion, than, than it has been. Um, so... Yeah, I, I want to present more to people because I think there is a message that we put across that other people don't. I think everybody, a lot of other people are just doom and gloom. But I think at the moment, everything's going on around, but there's a little sweet spot that you can get to. Um, and we've also just finished an ebook that we've written, uh, a guide to property investment, a non-property investment, to property finance. So... Um, if anybody wants a copy of that, just let us know and we can email that across. That's no no problem at all. Perfect. Uh, and as usual, in order to get hold of Mark and Wolf Financial, please go and look in the show notes. Uh, go and contact Mark. Um, we will return in 2023. We will have a look at our predictions that we made in 2022. We'll make some predictions for 2023 and, and moving forwards. Now, what I would say is use... A generic advice here for December use your time to as Mark's pointed out 
do some planning, think about things, look at your goals, look at your targets. Christmas and New Year's are perfect time to do it purely because a lot of people have a lot of spare time. So please do go and do that in December. We will catch you in January and maybe by then England might be world champions. And if so, we'll start that podcast with a party. But until then, have a great Christmas and speak soon. Mark, thank you very much for your time this year. I really appreciate it and have a good Christmas yourself and look forward to catching up in 2023. And to you. Speak to you soon.